When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Un, deux, trois. Okay, no, 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 no. That was too fast. Too fast, another language. Trois, deux, un. I counted down from three. All right. <laughs> the first one, I, it's like I could see Nicole's face processing <laughs> what was happening. Like, why, why are we <laughs> clapping? Like, I, I feel like we all kind of knew it was one, two, three, but like part of us was like, wait, is this for real? And <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Pot It Together podcast. I am Becca, and I'm joined by my chatty co-hosts, Adam and Nicole. Hi. <laughs> Say hiya. 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 Um, <laughs> wow. We, we've already been chatting. I'm assuming that all of that made it in. So <laughs> welcome. We're very glad to have you here. We're very glad to be back with another episode of Pot It Together. Today, we're going to be discussing... Your plant nightmares with shipping, buying plants online nightmares, basically. So we put a question box up on our Instagram. Nicole, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm what e- was that? I'm eating candy corn. Just this is how I eat candy corn. <laughs> Nicole, you got to take the white part off of the top of the candy corn and just. <laughs> you only eat the white part? No, I eat the white part first. Because you have to, what? you have to break, yeah, or you bite it off. You, yeah, that's how you eat it. You didn't know. I'm <laughs> uh, super weirded out right now. Okay, basically, I look up and Nicole has her head all the way back, mouth open as wide as it goes, and she just drops something in it. And I have no Damn context. It. I have no I idea. I was, I was looking at my computer. I didn't even see it. <laughs> Too I bad. Screenshot it. I really should have. No context. I just see her doing that. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> let me uh, let me try to get that screenshot here. Uh. If I hear those editing, those chewing noises and editing, oof, I'm coming after you. <laughs> there's there's been sometimes that that I was eating on the podcast and I'm listening to it and I didn't say that I was eating, but I'm hearing it. I was like. I can tell that I was just eating in that part and I hate myself because like my mouth just sounds sticky and like the mouth sounds increase like I'm trying so hard to hide it but they do increase and I can tell and it's a little embarrassing it's okay I just I just ate the last of my candy corn so we're good so you don't have to worry about it oh my gosh first six minutes of the podcast we gotta throw it out Um, okay, so before we do that, we wanted to chat. We, well, first, no, no, we'll do the review at the end. Uh, we wanted to chat and just hang out for a little bit and do a little life update. We're going to try to keep this one short, okay? Because we got some really fun stuff to talk about in this episode. So we're just going to do like a speed round life update because I'm sure not much has changed in the last week, right? Not really. No. Okay, who wants to go first? 
Um, I'll go first. I went to Seattle. Had Yay! a nice fun weekend. Felt Yay! felt some fall temperatures. Saw some mm-hmm. fall colors. That was beautiful. Um, I, ca- I saw a couple harbor seals in the water because we took a ferry over to Bainbridge Island, which is like an island up of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were adorable. Mm-hmm. I know that they're like mean. Like they, not mean, but they could like, they could hurt some people. Oh. Yeah. You know. But I was just I like, I just realized that you're talking you. about the animal, not like yeah. seals, like a seal on an envelope. Oh. <laughs> Very yeah, good. No, the, <laughs> the animal. Um, <laughs> Seattle... Seattle was amazing. We didn't go to the spheres because apparently Amazon only does tours on Saturdays, the first and third Saturdays of the month. Uh, And that was the whole reason you went. Well, it was going to be the reason. But then after we had booked, because we only booked like Sunday through Tuesday, we realized like we weren't going to be able to go. Yeah. But it's okay. We saw it from the outside. It was cool. People in Seattle. Okay. Well, harsh generalization here, but. They weren't the nicest. And some locals said that it's called the Seattle Freeze. Like, the people in the city just, like, aren't super kind to people. Mm. And I don't know how true this is, but, like, the person was like, it's such a progressive city that, like, when you have fun or you have a little bit of joy, they're like, why are you happy? Like, there's so much shit we have to work on, which I get. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) But. Yeah. um, Yeah. That is something. Uh, why did I just hear myself? Because I messed up again. <clears throat> oh, did you just put in your AirPods? <sighs> yeah. Why am I like this? Oh, listen. I'm sorry. Listen. Do you see these gray hairs? I'm really sorry. This one <gasps> is Nicole. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I was like, um, I looked at my thing and I was like, why is there so, why is it? Like, you know, the thingies. Yeah, my bad. Well, good thing you caught it now. Um, Uh. When I was in Seattle, just for a brief moment, I had the devil horns flashed at me just driving by somebody. I don't think it was personal. I think they were just doing it to everybody. Um, And I was with my friend who's from Australia. And she was like, how is... Because you know when people like do weird things on the streets, like no one even pays attention that was happening a lot in Seattle. Like there would just be people on the corners like dancing and she's like, why mm-hmm. is, why are people not recording them and like watching them? I'm like, I don't know. It's just kind of normal. <laughs> like yeah. New York. <laughs> Did you New see York that? Too. Yeah. There was like, yeah, there was a bunch of stuff like random stuff happening all over. I feel like. Yeah. But it was okay. a good, it was a good trip though. It was a nice, it was a nice flight and uh, yeah, it was nice to like feel cooler temps i took like sweaters and pants but then it was actually kind of like really warm there so i didn't need all that but did you take the jean jacket i didn't take the jean jacket because i just feel like i'm fat and gross and i put it on and i was like you look ridiculous oh my and then God. i was like are jean jackets out of style i don't know no no are well, they you you don't, don't look know. fat and you're not gross to clarify <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. But um, um, but yeah, uh, that's it for me. It was a fun trip, and we'll visit a few plant stores there, Peace, Love, and Happiness Club, and a, a few others. It was it was nice. Fun. Did you vlog nice. at all? I did, but okay. Here's the thing: is I just feel like, what's the appropriate amount of time to release a vlog? Because I still want to edit like our time together. 
from I mean, I don't what? see I don't see any time being appropriate or not appropriate. It's like whenever you do it, who cares? Because yeah. like when did we record those videos? I was at June. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <Yeah>. September. <laughs> I'll just put it out. Ah, yeah, no worries. No timeline. But yeah. I forgot that you had another video coming. I'm intrigued now. We want to see it. Yeah. yeah. So that was my week. What about Sorry, are you like getting all of your hair out of that brush? Is that what you're doing right now? It's not your hair, is it? Um, it's just some fuzzies. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I was just curious. <laughs> Do you ever get like white fuzzies in your brush? Oh, like, gosh. what is this? Yeah, well, that's a round brush. So that's what happens all I think the time. It's like dust that okay. is in my hair. I saw a TikTok that said that you have you should clean your brushes every day because it'll start if that and it was specifically about the white fuzzies. And they said it was like the skin particles from your scalp start like it's like a bacteria that can like be on your brush. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny if this is true because it was a TikTok. <laughs> which is where I feel like I'm learning a lot of things recently. Mm-hmm. But uh, it might be worth looking into. <laughs> it's just your dead skin cells molding up and saying awesome. Just It does <laughs> feel very soft. The white fuzzy does feel very soft. I'll admit that. <laughs> uh, am I gross for using my brush on my dogs? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, maybe just a little. <laughs> like, is it like a two for me, one for you situation? <laughs> no, it's like, oh, I haven't used this brush in a long time. I'll just use it on the dogs. Oh, and then yeah. I, no, like, you can... wait a few weeks and then I'll use it on myself. Like, you know, or or if I happen to be brushing my hair and I look down, I'm like, oh, shoot, I need to brush Cooper's ears. And I'll just brush his ears real quick and then... I know. That probably makes me gross. Somebody's going to come for me and tell me that I'm disgusting. <laughs> but nothing bad has happened to me yet. It's just hair. Like, my dog has hair. He doesn't have fur. So maybe yeah. it's not as gross. I don't know. I mean, it's I not think... not oily. I think Koopy dog hair or Leo dog hair. I think Missouri. I think ticks. That's all oh. I think about. So... <laughs> I think, ooh, but also, no, if you're cleaning it out, then whatever, like, they're your dogs. We kiss our dogs on the mouth. What, you know, what can you do? But honestly, I haven't seen a tick in months. Yeah, good. To be honest, it's been a very long time. So next time you guys visit, it just shouldn't be in peak tick season. Okay. Yeah. Or it should, because that was a good, that was a good time. (laughs) Good footage. That's some good footage. Get your fucking footage. We need to see the fucking footage. Uh, okay. Uh, Nicole, what's yeah. new with you? Uh, what's new? What's new? Kitchen's finally done. Yay. Like It com- looks beautiful. Thank you. Like, completely done. Like, everything's put away. Everything's clean. Everything, like, I'm cooking in my kitchen, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so there's that. And that's really the only update I have, to be honest, is that that finished. And that's, we were just been getting kind of things organized, um, purging some stuff. We're going to have a garage sale in a few weeks and just kind of, we had a lot of duplicates. You know, when you merge families, you have a lot of duplicate kitchen things and we just didn't need it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's what we're doing. That's my update. Mm. 
How about you? Nice. Um, honestly, I can't think of much that's happened that's new. The dogs got a haircut and they're looking very cutie. They're so cute. <laughs> and I was just telling both of the both of the other people on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> what? Like, who am I? I was just telling Adam and Nicole that I am in like such a vloggy mood. Like for some reason, the fall just brings it out of me, and I want to share everything that's happening to me in my life. And I don't know. It's just cozy. My house. I feel like my house was made for the winter. You know, like, I think every house has a season. My house is a winter house, and it just feels very cozy in the winter, and I'm really excited to bring out the fireplace. Well, it's still out, but, you know, be <laughs> cutting wood, and we're getting our chimney swept and ready for the new season. So, I don't know. I'm just excited for that, and I've been really enjoying vlogging and recording and all of that. But other than that, I mean, not really much has changed. Although in October, my life is gonna like rock it off because almost every single week in October, I have something happening. Yeah. So yeah, my sister's coming into town. My grandparents are coming into town. I'm going to see Nicole. Daniel's going on a work thing, and then we're going to Hawaii. Like literally all in a single month. It's so when- much. When do you go to Hawaii and for how long? I'm going to, Oct- to Hawaii at the end of October. So, so you'll be there for Halloween? And it's going to be... Yeah. That's yeah, fun. Daniel was actually telling me like, oh, should we like bring costumes and like try to go to like a bar or something? And I was like, ooh, that might be kind of fun. Like, mm. I don't know. Daniel's <laughs> always surprising me. He's so cute. He just, I don't know. <laughs> He's fun. I I forget that like we're fun people because COVID has really like sucked everything out of us. Yeah. And we're fun. Like we love to travel. We love to like do fun stuff. <laughs> like bring costumes to Hawaii. Like bring costumes. So yeah. Um but we're going for his friend's wedding. So that's going to be like the main objective, but we're staying longer because it's freaking Hawaii and we should see more of it. Mhm. Uh but yeah, his friend like grew up there. He's like a local, so he's going to be able to show us some cool stuff too. But- Ooh, oh, that'll be fun. awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited for that. Like super excited. Have so. you ever been? I went when I was 10. Okay. So it's been a very long time. Mm-hmm. No, maybe I wasn't 10. Sorry. It was in 2010. I was 14. <laughs> Sorry. I got that mixed up. Okay. Yeah. So I was much younger, but I still remember it. It was very beautiful. It was like the most fun family vacation. We went for like 10 days or something. Mm-hmm. And our rental car got upgraded to a Mustang. Oh, that like a convertible Mustang. That oh, was yes. so cool. And I told Daniel, I was like, I want to do that again because it was so cool to have the top down. And yeah. he's like, OK, cool. And it's not that much more expensive. So we're going to freaking do it. I'm so excited. Ooh, you should see. Well, OK, uh, not to take away from your Mustang, but you should see if you could get like a Jeep Wrangler where you could just like take the whole. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that would be so cool. OK, but that, yeah. those ones are really expensive to rent. Oh, yeah, true. <sighs> yeah, if the trip wasn't so long, probably that would be more fun. But the, yeah, renting a car is so expensive. It is, <laughs> especially it really now. Is. Yeah, you know what yeah, I just thought like, of? Oh, sorry. What? No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, traveling to a place like Hawaii, you kind of have to b- rent a car. Like you can't take public transport. I mean, there is public transport, but like not for things that we would want to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like traveling in Europe is so much cheaper 
relatively because you don't have to rent a car because you can just use the trains and everything but yeah hawaii we're gonna have to rent a car yeah but no i was just thinking (laughs) i was like you just said you went to hawaii 10 years ago and you were 14 i went to hawaii 20 years ago when i was 18 (laughs) like that just made me i was like wait what god i'm old we can't think about our age gap we can't oh i rarely ever do i just think about how old i am and i'm like wow that was a long time ago it was so much fun though because um i went with my friend and her mom and she had lived there for like 10 years so it is nice to know somebody that has lived there or has lived there because mm-hmm. i feel like there's so much to do and it is oh, it's yeah. so beautiful mm-hmm. yeah gonna have fun yeah i'm stoked i will definitely be filming lots of videos and taking people along because i'm super excited to see it it'll be our first trip since like our honeymoon oh i know oh, wow. that sad? like what thank you covid for taking away two years of my young travel pre-kid life i know yeah. <laughs> gosh yeah so next year we're like we are gonna be gone most of the year to make up for this that's a good plan yeah but anyway okay let's get into the topic what do we think yeah let's do it okay so as i said earlier we're going to be talking about some plant buying horror stories and yeah you guys sent them in on our instagram so if you'd like to be involved in episodes like this in the future make sure that you follow us on instagram which is potted together at potted together very simple and do either of you have one ready to go? I'm just going to go into the little box and scroll all the way to the bottom and just go from there. Okay. Um. Well, I don't think that I have any personally. So do we want to start with our personal ones or do we want to do that at the end? I don't mm. have. Oh, I have one. I have one. But it's not a yeah, long story. Yeah, we should story. do our, our own personal ones. Okay. Well, I could go then. Let's hear um, it. So, I had ordered a variegated Burley Marks, and anybody that knows me knows that I don't spend money on plants ever. Like, I just, I don't know, I just don't have it to spend on plants, and I just don't like buying expensive plants because I feel like every plant I get is an experiment, and I'm just not willing to take that risk. (laughs) Uh, So, I think that this was like 85 bucks. Shipping was like 10 bucks. I was I was nervous about it, but I really wanted this plant. And the picture that I saw online was gorgeous, like this full, lush, fifteen plus leaf variegated burly marks, like worth it, right? And this was mm-hmm. like a year and a half ago, so kind of relatively newer, like in the in the plant community, like the craze of the whole burly marks thing. Anyway, uh, it arrived to me late, like it spent. A week in the mail when it was a domestic <laughs> order like it shouldn't have been that long at all and it mm-hmm. came completely root rot so <laughs> i don't have the plant anymore sadly i tried rehabbing it i took like all the roots off tried to reroot it um lost a ton of leaves i mean it was in bad shape it was it was packaged very poorly too there was soil all over the box 
you guys might remember this story because I'm pretty sure I text you both about this. <laughs> well, yeah. I was the one who connected you with those sellers because. Yeah. Did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, because I had gotten yeah. Hoyas from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you were just like, oh, I, I, would, I would like a, that Burley Marks, that variegated Burley Marks. And then you guys communicated after that. But yeah, the yeah. communication was great. Like all throughout the ordering process, it was great. And then when they shipped it, I was like, what's going on here? They didn't have the knowledge on shipping plants. No, not at all. Not at all. And we're not going to out any companies here today or anything like that because that would be mean. But yeah, it, so it was it was just a bad experience. However, I will say they did refund me in full and they really didn't they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to refund it in full. But like the way that they sent it and packaged it, it was it was really bad. So mm-hmm. I was like, listen, these are the things you could have done. <laughs> Can I say something? Can I say something brave yet controversial? Ooh, Ooh I do always. not like Burley Marks philodendrons. No. Ooh, even I like think the they, silvery one. Well, like the Burley Marks fantasy, I do like that one. I'm talking about like the Burley Marks that you. Well, the Burley, just the regular philodendron Burley Marks, and then the Burley Marks variegated. The growth and how they grow. I just don't like it. It feels chaotic to me. It doesn't feel Mm -hmm. organized. I don't understand it. Uh, And I think that if I lived in Florida or somewhere humid where that could just be outside, like growing up a tree, I would love it. But like as a house plant, do not love. You know what's very similar to that plant too and its growth pattern is the bipenifolium, bipenifolia. Mm -hmm. That one, the horse head plant, they look look pretty, pretty similar. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that's that's my horror story that ended okay because I ended up getting refunded for it. And um, yeah, I think it was just lack of knowledge and I don't know. I, honestly, I don't think I even got the plant that was in the picture, if I'm being honest, but who knows? You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's whatever. We talked yeah. about expectations on our last episode, so I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but the plant was not packaged well. It was bouncing no. around in the box. At the very least, the plant needs to be secured to the box so it isn't bouncing around. Because that, like, what? In what world? I don't know. Yeah. Right. You're right. going to be nice, but, like, I'm just going to be like, what the hell? Like, who <laughs> thought that was a good idea? Like, who? Yeah. You know, yeah. so, yeah. My story is similar, kind of. So I posted on my Instagram that I was looking for a Hoya polyneura, which is the fishtail Hoya. Still one of my favorite Hoyas that I own. I I still have it, thankfully, after a lot of work. But basically what happened is somebody reached out to me and they're like, oh, yeah, like I sell plants out of my house. Like you can purchase it through my Etsy. I think I paid like $35 for it and it had maybe four leaves. I don't know if that's a good deal. It was at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, like whatever. It was super juvenile as well, just for notation's sake. And I purchased it through their Etsy. And then, you know, a couple of days later, I get the plant and it's packaged in like a tissue box. Oh, yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm yeah. all for reusing boxes, you know, doing DIY, 
save on some supplies or whatever. Wait, but it was shipped in the in the Kleenex box? Yes. Oh, Yes, dear. it was shipped oh, in a Kleenex box, like a square Kleenex box. And again, like there's nothing wrong with recycling materials, but you cannot use a Kleenex box. The, the cardboard is so thin, like it's meant to be broken down. Like anyway, it's not a cardboard box, basically. So it was in a tissue box wrapped in toilet paper, which still, you know, the toilet paper doesn't bother me. It's just the box. <laughs> and it arrived to me, like, snapped in half and barely rooted, but the rooted thing didn't bother me because I knew that I could finish that up. And anyway, so I messaged them and I was like, hey, this is super disappointing. You know, this is not what I thought that I was going to be getting. Like, you didn't package this well at all. And I, I said in the message specifically, like, I don't want to leave a bad review on Etsy. I just want to tell you here, but this is super disappointing. That was basically my verbiage. Mm-hmm. And he messages me back like a block of text. First of all, said saying that I threatened oh. them. Do you remember this, Adam? I think I've messaged just... this to you, Adam. Yeah. I mess- Did I message this to you, Nicole? I think this was before us three connected. I remember this story. So you must have told either you did or you just told this story to us. Yeah. Okay. Adam, I think, was live when this was happening. Like you and I were oh. chatting live. Maybe. Well, not, not live, but like Adam and I were texting while this was happening, I think, because I was like, am I out of line or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was just trying to be nice. Like I very well could have put a and because they were a new seller that's why they wanted to send it to me because they're like oh i'm a new seller i'm just trying to like get my practice or something like that so i was like oh yeah like i'd love for you to you know you can practice on me i'll i'll buy the plant and anyway so i was like i don't want to leave a bad review and they're like okay karen like before you start acting like that blah 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 and i had no idea what a karen was it was the first time someone had ever called me that it was the first time i ever heard that phrase actually oh yeah because i feel i feel like you were like what did what do you mean by calling me a karen (laughs) yeah we you told us to speak to your manager yeah i was like is this all been messaging yeah yeah, I didn't even know what that meant. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, I'm offended. <laughs> no, I was like, offended. I, I was like not trying to be rude at all. I thought that I was being not a Karen by messaging them privately and being like, hey, I didn't want to leave this bad review for you, but this isn't satisfactory for me. Anyway, I'm pretty positive that he ended up giving me a refund after saying some mean things and i was just like listen dude like don't resort to name calling i'm just telling you that it was a bad experience and don't ship your freaking plants in a tissue box next time thanks bye i mean it was literally constructive criticism that you gave them so yeah yeah and like if you know me you know that i'm very kind and i very like i'm very hesitant to give feedback at all so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) like Anyway, it took a lot for me to even message and be like, this wasn't what I wanted or this wasn't what I thought it would be. And um, this person is like running, running a, a shop. Right. So anyway, they, they blocked me and I couldn't find them. I didn't remember their username. I didn't like whatever. They deleted their Etsy. Like everything was a mess. And anyway, a couple of months ago, I was looking through my Etsy stuff and I found the purchase. They reinstated their store. 
and I found the purchase again. So I could find them oh. if I wanted to again. But I was like, oh, that's who it was. It was like Portland something. They're based out of Portland. Anyway. <laughs> I guess Becca yeah. is calling people out. <laughs> well, that doesn't give much of anything away. But <laughs> yeah, it was super weird. Anyway, not to draw it out too much. But that was probably my weirdest experience buying a plant. Um, I haven't Companies. had any other negative experiences. But I have purchased from somebody who was kind of sketchy to other people not kind of sketchy like very sketchy to other people and i will not recommend that person mm. i don't even think they have a shop anymore so it doesn't really yeah, matter i think they kind of disappeared yeah so i have purchased from a sketchy person not knowing they were sketchy and got very lucky yeah so yeah, you did yeah um that's I where feel... you're that's go ahead sorry sorry i was just gonna say that's the elbow wasn't it your beautiful beautiful elbow yep and it's the most perfect plant and it is yeah i don't know how i got so lucky because like other people got albos from the same batch which were super affordable all things considered like 250 bucks for like four leaves and a well-rooted plant (sighs) with today's market then unfortunately that's a good deal and like other people did it too and their plants were like rotted they couldn't they didn't hear back from the seller uh, for like weeks and weeks, no refund, like just, yeah. Um, I feel like shops or businesses that can't take constructive criticism, they're just never going to make it. Like, sorry, but that's that's what it is. Like, you're doomed from the jump. I mean, to call you a Karen, which, sorry for anyone listening whose name's Karen, I don't know why <laughs> someone would call, like, acting like this a Karen. It doesn't make sense to me, but... Like, calling you names, like, name-calling, like, wow, you're just, you're doomed. You're doomed from the start. Yeah. It was super strange. Very uncomfortable. Very, very uncomfortable. And now, after that experience, I'm much more hesitant to buy from random people online. You know, like, unless it has to be, like, a reputable store for me to, like, take a risk. Because then I know that there's some sort of, like, security in place for me. Right. But... Also, make sure that you read the fine print of the store's, like, policies because they might not replace your plants if it shows up bad. And that's if that's a part of their policy that you agreed to, then you're kind of screwed. So Yeah, yeah or we, they'll do this thing where, like, you have to return the plant in the original packaging. And, you know, sometimes you've already, yeah. like, ripped that apart and you're just like, yeah. okay. Yeah, so read the fine print. I mean, they definitely, like, reserve the right to, like, make their policies what they want. And, like, we agree to them before we buy the plant. We check the little box. But, like, make sure that you're aware of that. We didn't say that last week, I don't think. Um, I, well, this has got me thinking. I don't have, like, a plant buying horror story, but I do have, like, a plant trade horror story that just, like, <laughs> recently happened. Ooh. Can, can I talk about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So someone slid into my DMs on Instagram and had a New Guinea ghost, a Hoya New Guinea ghost, NGG. Um, It's like this silvery blue Hoya. They were like at one point like very highly priced and the price has like came down a lot. Actually, a lot of Hoya, the price has come down a lot. Mm. We're kind of hitting a, a leveling off period. But anyway, this person asked if I wanted to trade and usually like honestly I always say no just because it stresses me out I'm not like a big like trade because I don't have a wish list and I'm not like Mm -hmm. I need 
I need this, I need this, I need this. You know, I'm not that like that with my Hoya. Um, because I feel like if I started doing that, it would just be like a never-ending cycle of like consuming. And yeah. I just, it scares me. But anyway, so she was like, I bought this three-leaf Hoya. It had three leaves on it for $900. Uh, and I was like, okay, big flex, whatever. And I was, oh and I was like, God. well, and I asked, I was like, okay, well, what are you looking for? And then she was like, whatever you have that's worth $900. And I was like, well, you, you (laughs) approached me. Yeah. No, this went on longer. I was like, you approached me for a trade. So there must be something that you saw that you are looking for. And she's like, I just want big leafy Hoyas, like any big leafy Hoya. So then basically I, uh, she then went through my whole Instagram. It was like forwarding me my own pictures. And she's like, what about this one? What about this one? And so Uh. I'm like, okay, yeah, I have that. Yeah, I have that. And, uh, anyway, so we kind of like got down to a, I, again, I don't care about prices. Like I, like, you know, she may have spent $900 on that plant. It definitely wasn't, is not worth $900 right now. So like, She was like, I bought it. I don't care for it anymore. I just want to, like, have other Hoyas that can make up for this price or whatever. So we got down to, like, four cuttings of Hoyas that I was going to give her. Uh, And, like, we both had agreed. But at this point, like, I really didn't even want to do the trade anymore. I was just being nice and being in this Mm -hmm. situation. And, like, an hour went by and I get another... I get some more messages from her screenshots from Etsy of the Hoyas that I was going to cut. I was going to cut my Hoya and root them. These are screenshots of those same Hoya. And she was like, I could buy all these for $400. That's not $900 worth of plants. (gasps) She's a bitch. And I was like, um, and I said, well then buy them for $400. And then I went to Etsy and I got a screenshot of a new Guinea ghost that was the same size as hers. That was way less than half the price. And I was like, I could buy this on Etsy. nice because i was like you know don't do that bless your heart oh my gosh good for you so we ended the whole we ended it there and thankfully we did because she wanted a part of my hoya obavada splash and i was going to cut it to trade for her uh and i was just like she sent me a a picture of an obavada splash from etsy that was cheaper well, obviously it wasn't it wasn't cheap, but it was like it's not nine hundred dollars, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't know what that mother plant looks like. Like I have this mother plant here. Like mm-hmm. this is what my obovada splash right. uh. whatever. And I was just like, whatever. So I'm kind of glad that that ended because like I didn't have a good feeling from the get go, especially when she demanded, like, right. Uh, find out what's worth $900 and Oof. tell me and I'll and then like I was sending her some pictures she's like no I don't like that one no I don't like that one no oh, I don't like God. that one. oh that's so transactional Ooh. that's super that's the thing about plant trades it's so weird because I've had people ask to trade and they make it about money and it's so transactional I'm like it's not like that for me like maybe that's me how it's for you but like no it's not about the money or the value it's just about making a connection yeah. Right. Oh, oh, what an ugly I person. Mean, you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. But also, when can I ask you, when you're looking for the value of a plant, do you usually resource Etsy or do you go to a few different places? No, I mean, sometimes I go through Facebook groups and just like if a, it's a Hoya group and I just search the name of the Hoya and just see like what it's maybe sold for recently um, mm-hmm. and see what the size of the plant is. But I don't know. It, I, that's really tough for me to research prices. Like I did a Facebook Hoya purge a few weeks ago and I just put all the cuttings $20 a piece. I was like, you yeah. know what? First come, first serve, $20 a piece. Like, And they all sold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I'm getting ready. Like I have maybe 30 cuttings and I'm getting ready to do that but I wanted to like see the best you don't have to put this in there Adam but like I wanted to see like where to resource the because I'm not on Facebook really so yeah I do think that I can help you find some but I do think Etsy is usually priced higher because Etsy does take a percentage you know yeah um I just want to make sure I'm not ripping anybody off you know or like I'm getting the right value for it but well I mean, if people are willing to pay, I mean, we don't want to rip people off, but also like people, yeah, I don't know. Like I understand, I kind of understand. I always was always like against the make an offer people. Like I thought it was kind of weird, but at the end of the day, if you don't want to do that market research to figure out how much the plant is even worth, it's like okay, make an offer. That's true. Yeah. You could always save. I could always do the make an offer. It saves you a lot of time. But I don't know. Also, I feel like that's like a really great way to get people to like pay as much as possible for like a plant that's not worth that. It's like the whole Hmm. auction thing, you know, I have torn feelings about it. I used to be super against it, but now I kind of understand, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been times where I'm just like, I don't want to like, I don't want people to feel like I'm overpricing things. I don't want. So I'm just like, you Mm -hmm. know, deal or no deal, like send me an amount. And if if I say like, yep, we're going to do it. I think yeah. I might do that. That's a good idea. I mean, it is a lot of work, you know? It's it's a lot yeah. of work to yeah. root plants and, like, you know, ship them and whatever. Yeah. Okay. Enough of that. Sorry. Yeah. Good um, story, Adam. Yeah, that's <sighs> a good one. I feel like it just brought up all those negative feelings again. Like, I feel, like, tense in my shoulders because she just made me – she made me so mad. I was just yeah. like, who are you to come – Ugh. Yeah, as a stranger, no less. Like, mm-hmm. super awkward. Actually, somebody messaged me, and because my my plant swap video somehow ends up on a lot of local Facebook groups when somebody's preparing to host a plant swap, they're like, "Oh, watch this video mm-hmm. to get an idea," which is really flattering and cool. But sometimes I'll get random comments or DMs from people saying, "Oh, I watched this video. Here's how my plant swap worked. Like, is this normal?" And it'll be basically like. They're not even doing a plant swap. They're just selling cuttings. Like, they're not even swapping. Like, nobody's swapping. It's all based off of the value of the plants. And it's like, oh, that's so weird. Like, what a shift in the plant culture that it's more about that now. I mean, not for everybody. I'm not going to generalize. But that's just so strange to think about a plant swap going like that. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, guys. I have to go get my charger. Keep talking. That's okay. 
like that one plant swap i think somebody told us about it i think maybe where like basically the the plant swap organizer had everybody drop their plants off at the front and then they like organized them by value and then depending on the plants that you brought you got a ticket or something for the section that you could go to right something like that yeah well that and i remember someone saying like oh if you brought five plants you bought five tickets and they just put all the plants on a table oh and, that's right that's right that's and right, it didn't yeah. matter like if your num if your ticket number got drawn then you went and picked whatever plant you wanted yep yep that's right that's another way to do it i just think that's strange and it's just better to let people hash it out themselves and you know it's not yeah. like obviously i said like it's not all about like the plant's value but at the same time i'm not going to bring an albo cutting of my monstera to a plant swap and exchange it for a pothos you know like it's just a little i i don't know maybe yeah. i would but i'm not gonna like i'm gonna show up with that plant hoping to find something of comparable value but I also wouldn't bring that to a plant swap because I'm not expecting somebody to have something, you know, right. like that. But yeah, with online trades like that, when somebody approaches you in your DMs, if it gives you a weird vibe, you should, you know, for everybody who's listening, like, just don't even engage if it makes you feel weird. Because, like, I don't know, you end up harboring these weird emotions about it and you feel guilty even though this person is the one who should feel guilty and weird that they just like came into your DMs and is demanding you to give them something. Right. Yeah. 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 And like that's, well, that's your personality as well as mine is like, I just like don't want to be mean or come off. Like, I don't want them to think that I'm any sort of like way. So that I'm like, I'm, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm still following through because I, yeah, I don't want to be like, no thank you and come off as being seen as like a jerk yeah but honestly totally. like it's good to be a jerk sometimes yeah. yeah what did karen and georgia say on my favorite murder like what, mm. what do they say don't be nice like or something what do they say nicole you're listening to them right now well they they always end it with like stay sexy and don't get murdered but yeah <sighs> i know what you're saying i know what you're saying they, um... yeah it's like stop being nice like for their sake like yeah i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. i need to hear that all the time because i'm literally always in situations where i'm like oh i don't want to be like the one person who's mean to them today but at the same time like you got to protect your own energy yeah yeah let me get this okay here we go do you guys want to read first what um i i can yeah i have a pretty good one here okay okay <laughs> Oh God, this is embarrassing, but at the beginning of my plant journey, I bought a plant off Etsy that was labeled as a juvenile Monstera elbow. It was something like 40 to 50 bucks. I probably should have known better for that price. In the photo, it definitely was not a Monstera, and I just thought because it was juvenile, it would eventually look like more like one. <laughs> Fast forward to when the plant gets to me and this seller sent me a pothos cutting. <laughs> Luckily, I posted, hold on, sorry. Luckily, I posted a picture in a Facebook group asking why the variegation was yellow and people quickly broke the news to me. I got a full refund from the seller, but I'm sure they just go for people that don't know enough to distinguish between the two. How awful. Like, what kind of seller? Like, they had to have done this with the intentions of scamming somebody to refund so quickly. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's so ugh. That's icky. Okay. okay. Well, okay, so I just went back to my Instagram for uh to look because there is one from Chase Welsh that he mentioned he sorry, I don't know. They mentioned me. Uh mm-hmm. they bought a PWW, so philodendron white wizard from a seller. It came rotted, no variegation, two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, oh my god! So I just went back into my DMs to look at our conversation, and they never really said what. They didn't actually give me the whole story unless I missed it or if it was like an old message that I didn't get. But yeah, that's a thing you have to look out for, like mm-hmm. especially with variegated plants. Like the stem has to have variegation in it. You can't. Yeah. If you buy, like, I've had someone else ask me about why their uh, philodendron white wizard, but it didn't, I think it was a white knight, was not putting out variegation and what they could do. And I was like, can you show me a close up of the stem? And it was all green. And I'm just oh, like, no. you yeah. could no. cut it and, like, maybe hope that something happens inside the node to, cr- like, but chances yeah. are, like, you're never going to see variegation on that because there's none on the stem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's a dream. It's a dream. At That's this point. the. I think like buying variegated plants online is such a, what is it, a a risk Mm -hmm. because unless you're getting the plant in the photo, you don't know what that variegation is going to look like and you're paying just as much for little variegation if you get, you know what I mean? Like you're paying just as much even if the variegation is really small. Yeah. Ooh, not to say that it can't come back or like develop better over time, but it's kind of disappointing when you buy a variegated plant and there's like hardly any variegation on it yeah Ooh. okay here we go from gabby grows bought from an etsy shop waited five months to get my plant some of them didn't come and had to fight for a refund plants that did come were severely damaged and he yelled at me for a one-star review that he completely deserved oh shit (laughs) Five months for That's plants. That's crazy. Five what are you doing? Growing plants. this plant from seed? Like, what are you doing? That's bad. I think it's kind of normal for it to take maybe a couple weeks for you to get it between like the processing time, but five months right. is not okay. And they they would disclose that it would take a long time for you to get the plant. Yeah, they should disclose Yikes. it at the very least. Yeah, they should. Wait, do you guys remember that Sarah person? I don't know if I'm like bringing up old news, but remember that Sarah person on like some plant group that said they were going to open a shop and like have all these rare plants and started charging people like before they even got the plants. Like they were, I think they had the greenhouse like barely. I don't even remember the situation. Anyway, it was Sarah Sever Severson or something like that. Oh yeah, wasn't yeah? Didn't she? Go ahead. Well, they were, like, pre-selling plants that they didn't even have to try to get money to move to Florida to, like, start their business. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So messy. I think she's, like, still around on Facebook. Also, not a good human being. Yeah. Oof. She's the one that went live and said a whole bunch of not nice things, right? Racist things, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I know who you're talking about. That was a big deal. That was, like, what, last year or so? Yeah, that was messy. But yeah. yeah, that usually if someone is like, you're not going to get your plants for a couple of months, like, <laughs> scammy. Yeah. yeah. No, sorry. Okay. Super scammy. 
Here's one. This is kind of funny. I ordered an Aglionema Silverado from an Etsy seller in Florida, and when it arrived, I was shocked to see the size of the box. The description said 10-inch pot. I have no idea why I thought the plant would be small. Once it was out of the box, it had a diameter over three feet. I was like, where am I going to put this? I had to hide the shame from my husband, and then she put a whole bunch of laugh faces. That's so funny. See, that's one that like wasn't like horrible. That's like actually a happy accident that it was yeah. Yeah. bigger than you thought. I feel like it's so often it's like you think you're getting this huge plant and then you get like a two inch pot and you're like, oh. right. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool times. Good times. That's amazing. Should I go now? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read this one from Jacqueline Worth. Because there's, there's just like a lot of little boxes, so it must be a good story. <laughs> okay. They said, bought a white princess on Facebook like I've done for lots of other plants. Paid PayPal goods and services. They sent me tracking info and said the plant was on the way. A few days later, I got some strange seeds in the mail with a tracking number. I looked oh. it up, and it was the same number. They said they shipped my plant to me with contacted seller... Okay, well, I don't know what that means. They said they shipped my plant to me with something, contacted seller, and they blocked me, then tried to file a PayPal complaint, but they (sighs) said since tracking number was provided and shipment was delivered, I wouldn't get my money back. Waste of $200 and made made me trust the plant community a little less. Oh, my God. What? See, that's exactly like Becca when you said, like, everyone's like, plant people are the nicest people, and you're like, no, no, they're not. They're just other people with so the same So this flaws. person, this seller must have figured out a way to get around the PayPal goods and services by saying, like, if you input a tracking number and that tracking number gets delivered, then there's no recourse and they just sent them seeds instead of the actual plant. Bogus. Did it, did the listing, I mean, we're not going to be able to get this information right now, but did the listing say seeds? No, she yeah. said she was buying a white princess on Facebook. Oh my gosh! A Charlotte Engine White Princess. Do you guys remember the Monstera Albo seed thing, where it was like grass yeah. seeds? Like, I wonder what kind <laughs> yeah. of seeds they were. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. Every community, you're gonna have someone who tries to just be scammy and not a good human. Yeah, yeah. every community is gonna have those people. You gotta find people. I don't know. And I hesitate to say this, but you got to find people who are not in it for like the money and like not that people who make money off of plants are bad people, obviously. But I don't know. Maybe you need to listen to the vibes. Like there has to be a vibe. Like we need to locate what vibe it is that makes it off. You know what I mean? That like where the detector goes off where you're like, oh, this person's not legit. You know, like what is it? What's the telltale signs that a plant person is not a good person? Well, I feel like if you're not an actual nursery or like a business and you're selling as like just person to person, if it's all about the transactional side, it's all about the money, I feel like that's Mm -hmm. a red flag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it's not about like, oh, if, if there's no like personal, I don't know, you know, like back and forth, like a relationship. Yeah. Then, if they have, oof. if they, if they're, if they have one picture on Instagram and they're following 2,000 people, it's a scam. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. You could, 
you could check you could check socials you could check to see if they're engaging in other communities that's a lot of work though so yeah i know it's just a lot of trust we have to put in people which i'm not about yeah you gotta like this is another one of those things like you just have to trust your instincts you gotta trust the vibes yeah that you're feeling like uh too many times have i ignored the vibes and i've come up like wow that was really i'm upset that i didn't listen to myself and it makes me sad that like sorry not to continue on this but it makes me sad that like they are now less trusting of the plant community as a whole because of a of a bad egg um but also like i hope that if you're listening to this episode i hope that you reported them to that facebook group because Mm -hmm. that is important just to prevent that person from doing the same crap to other people yeah truly mm-hmm. i mean unfortunately it's like and if there's an item to be consumed there's going to be people who are going to do that because the desire to like make money is bigger than the desire to like be form a, a community human. yeah be a be a good person and like do something good for someone like unfortunately that's ugh. well yeah i mean you saw you could see that like not to bring them up because I don't really care about them, but Costa Farms, when they released all of those ravens, you know, was that a, maybe it was like a little over a year ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people were buying like all of them when they went into the store. Like mm-hmm. a person would buy all of them, six or seven of them. And I, yeah. I'm fine. Like if you're going to do that and you're going to get paid the same price for that you spent, if you're picking them up for friends, go for it. But if yeah. you then turn around and try to flip them, for like double the cost on mm-hmm. an online prank group, go to hell. Yeah. Truly, and, truly. And let's just like, you know that shit's gonna happen once the once the tie drops. Has yeah. it in places yet or no? No, right? I think it's early next year it'll drop. Okay. But like when they, Costa Farms kind of quietly dropped all of those silvery syndapsis. What was that? Oh yeah. Trub- the, trubi- um, yeah, the Trubii. They like kind of quietly dropped that. I don't, I don't follow them on social, but I never saw like any big discourse about it. They just started popping up in stores, and like I wanted one really badly, obviously. And somebody on the Columbia Facebook group put it in there that there was a bunch of them at this Lowe's, and then a few minutes later commented, "Oh, actually, I just saw somebody with a cart full of them." Of course, I'm yeah. like. We're in small town Midwest. Like, come on. These people are supposed to be nice. We're, we're the raunchiest kind of people. I, honestly, that's another, like, little side of side piece here. Like, are people nicer in Arizona or the Midwest? I think people are nicer in Arizona. I think that's a hot take, but I'm going to... I think they are. I really yeah. think they are. You know, yeah. I think it depends on what part of the Midwest, because Chicago is a great city. I feel like... But, like, with every big city, people could be rude and I don't know. But, like, Chicago yeah. is nicer human beings in Chicago. Mm. Very unified over here. But when you go down south, <laughs> questionable. <laughs> yeah. I I think, like, there's this facade of people being nice. And they, they'll be nice to your face. We've talked about this so much. I feel like we're just repeating ourselves. Or I'm repeating myself, at least. <laughs> but, like you think they're nice and then you realize that they're not and they're just being you know whatever but in arizona they're not like that they're like the drivers are more tolerant in arizona that's a big thing 
<laughs> okay. I'm going to read another one of these before I go off on another thing. Um, okay. Here's a, here's a twofer. Two different people. Similar issue. Well, lots of people are saying that they've purchased plants and it arrived with pests, like absolutely infested with like mealybugs, for example. Mm-hmm. But this person says, I just bought a plant with thrips, but your boy not dude just saved me with pest management help. Hey, shout out to our not dude. Hey, hey. <laughs> that was Gemini growing. And then Pugs and Petioles says, bought two plants from a local seller, one with rot and the other one with a spent node. So mm. a spent node is... Like a rotted What node? it sounds like. Exactly what it sounds like. Like it's done its work already and it's not going to put out any more growth. Like, is that what that means? Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, you know, I'm not like, I'm not super verse in aeroids but it just seems like so if you had like an albo node and you it shot off a plant mm-hmm. and you cut that plant to propagate it um i just don't know how many times a node has the ability to create a uh, new vine okay I see. so i think that's what a spent node is is the fact of like it's already done it uh, it's already like created its new vine and that was taken away from it so it's not going to do another one Mm -hmm. oh so that could be a scamming thing i wonder how many people have thought they were buying a viable plant but it was a spent node and then they think it was their fault yeah because that was another thing like a lot of people were just buying nodes i don't know if that's still a thing but Mm -hmm. you know i think that's so risky i mean it's kind of fun if it's cheap but like if you're going to be spending a lot of money on it i think it's too risky yeah too risky okay not a lot of reward here okay this is kind of similar to the whole pests thing but it's kind of funny because okay they say this didn't happen and i'm not saying the name of the people because i screenshot these um stories and i didn't save the name so i apologize but anyway (laughs) this didn't happen to me but my flatmate who doesn't know much about plants bought an alocasia that was literally infested with thrips After I saw it, he took it back to the shop to get a refund. And that's when the plant owners found out most of their plants in the shop had thrips. No. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being like, if you're going to own a plant shop, right? Your life pretty much revolves around those plants. Like that's what you're doing. That's your day job. How do you not know that most of your plants have thrips? I don't know. Maybe they have like an overfilled nursery. I mean, but still, what are you doing all day? You sitting at the desk and just, you know, (sighs) watching YouTube videos? Get your ass up and check your plants. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you have to, in that kind of situation, you really need to have a good integrated pest management system in place. And I just think there's a place here in Arizona, the plant stand. That when I first moved here, I was like, this is a really cool nursery. And then like the more it's like. It's kind of like everything. You get a little peek behind the curtain Ooh. and you realize they're terrible humans. Uh, but a lot of people had bought like infested plants from them and then they had talked to the owners and the owner basically put them on blast and was like, "We're you know, when you have plants, you're going to have pests. Like you should know how to deal with it, yada, yada, yada. It's like, okay, yes, but you shouldn't be selling plants that are infested with pests because yeah. not everyone knows about pests i didn't even know spider mites were a thing until my first ficus lorata got them and then i was like what the fuck are spider mites and then i'm like mm-hmm. okay well how do i deal with this right and like yeah. when we talk about pests we're not talking fungus gnats because most plants are going to have fungus gnats but like the whole spider mites thrips mealy bugs think f- visible 
insects on a plant Mm -hmm. you're right like people if you're just getting into plants and then you bring that plant home and you put it oh dear like you're gonna lose your whole collection you know it's just really shitty isolate your plants when you bring them home yeah there's been so many like entries here where it's like oh the plant had a pest you know it immediately i brought it home and it had something like even the most well-intended plant shops can still send you home with a pest you know like it just sometimes they might not see them yet or whatever else but if they know they definitely shouldn't be selling them that's that's very true yeah isolation is key for new plants but then i just thought about like how many people bought a plant with pests and like it was their first plant and then now they just like walk around the world assuming they have a black thumb <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like i can't keep a plant alive it's like no you just weren't set up for success like you you were set yeah. up yeah. for failure from the get-go yep <laughs> right. i think about that all the time all the time yeah i mean and how are they supposed to know any different uh-huh. yeah Sometimes when I'm on Facebook, I'll see, like, someone's being like, does anyone know what's wrong with my plant? And, like, the plant is literally covered in webs from spider mites. I mean, it's just, like, so visibly spider mites that I'm just like, oh, no. Like, you just need to throw it away. Get a match. (laughs) That was, like, when you guys came to my house and you saw all my plants, you're like, okay, sweetie, um, this is not good. Okay. Uh, like, <laughs> yours were not so unhappy. Yours yeah. weren't that visible, though. I mean, we were really getting in there with like we had lighting going on, we had a phone, we had, you know, we might as well have had a magnifying glass. It wasn't that visible on your plant, so don't be that hard on yourself. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> didn't. I couldn't just look at your plants and see copious amounts of webs. Like we had to look at the light. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Speaking of webs, I'm pick, like cleaning up my plants to bring them inside. And my fiddly fig, like I have a couple ficus outside and that huge cellum. And for some reason, my fiddly fig is the one that all the like bugs love because there were so many spiders in the pot, like daddy long legs. So they were okay. Mm-hmm. And then like grasshoppers sleeping on the leaves and also a tree frog just snoozing and i felt so bad i'm like i'm taking away their house <laughs> but like they just love it i don't know why like of I'm all the plants i'm like get the fuck off my plant this doesn't belong to you <laughs> go to the garden where you belong thank you <laughs> so savage nicole um yeah let's read a few more do you have, have a lot more nicole I know I only have one more, so maybe I'll read this one and then you guys can cap up with whatever's in the question boxes. Okay. This one sucks. Ugh. I ordered a large Hoya Australis Lisa from Poland via Etsy in June of 2020. It was scheduled to ship in August of 2020. I never got a notification for shipping. I messaged the seller in early September. He said he was working on fulfilling some current orders and that he would reopen shortly. Still haven't received Uh-oh. the plant. <gasps> Oh, I've no. given yeah it's like a year later I've given up on it at this point I ordered the plant from some other sellers and have four pots full of cuttings going at the moment um I just checked the my dream plant shop on Etsy and it looks like they are inactive I figured it was a scam that's oh, another no. thing so they already paid and then they didn't get their money yeah. back 
Yeah, no, they just deactivated their shop. See, this is another thing. Like, if you have a, a slew of people that can leave you all these false reviews, you can easily get a shop started on Etsy, or you can even do that shit yourself, which is so yeah. scary and sketchy. And then you can take all these people's money and then just deactivate your account, and you won't, mm-hmm. like, who's holding this person accountable? Like, yeah. You know, like, does Etsy end up reaching out to them? Like, is that a court situation? Like, I wonder about these things. Or is it just somebody who got away with it, you know? I bet you have to work really hard to get your money back. I'm sure Etsy would figure it out, but you'd have to work so hard to get your money back, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah, not trying to give anybody ideas out there to do this. And if you are thinking of doing it, um... Get off of our podcast because we don't want yeah. you here. Please, you're not <laughs> welcome here. Goodbye. Oof. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That okay. Was sad. So I have one that's not a seller's horror story. It's from Miss Botanica. And she okay. says, My boyfriend bought me a plant but killed it before he gave it to me and I tried to revive it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's oh, so no. sweet of him. I couldn't imagine like Steve trying to buy me a plant for like Christmas, like if I had a wishless plant that he knew and he tried to buy it for mm-hmm. me and just tried to like I'm sure he could, but like <laughs> like oh, take no. care of it until he gave it to me, but uh That's pretty bad. That's that's like an early birthday Christmas present thing, like, hey, here take this before i kill it oh my gosh can you imagine if somebody bought their partner a plant and put it under the tree because they didn't know that it would need to be like unboxed oh my god (laughs) merry christmas yeah merry christmas here's this dead stinky plant (laughs) full of fungus mast Well, okay. give, I hope I hope you gave your boyfriend props there because you know he tried, he attempted. Yeah, he did try. That's really sweet. That's or maybe he didn't try. Maybe his trying was just buying it, and then he just stopped yeah. doing Stop everything. Trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right, did the hardest part. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, okay. I bought a little aloe that I soon realized had no roots. The crown was just set on the soil. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. See, it's another one of those, like, transparency things, right? Like, if you knew that you had to root the plant going into it, that's fine. But if you don't know that, (laughs) that's really annoying and frustrating. And not everybody's comfortable doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, And again, like, cacti and such and aloe. Like, they can be very deceiving because I had an aloe that just looked like it was happy and healthy for the longest time. And I was like, I haven't watered that in like a year. But because (laughs) they store so much water in their leaves, it was like just semi, it had no roots. I mean, it it was like, it was on its death trail, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah, you never know. Some plants are very deceiving. Very deceiving. But I feel like that's... You know, there was there was a couple others, but it was mostly like my plant came infested with insert pest here. So, yeah. Well, house, house plant daddy says he ordered a Mikan's online, received a heart leaf philodendron. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and then he says first and last time I ordered a plant online, which makes me sad because oh, there's some no. good places out there. But, yeah, you know, Ugh. you burn a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh, hard. here's it's- one. The most I had ever spent was on a Monstera dubia. 
more than a hundred dollars. It was dead, and uh, the single root was dead, and now lives in a piece. Now lives in pieces in glass. Sorry, that was really hard for me to put together. Was that from Locks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> lives in pieces in glass yeah see i'm just not about those plants that you just like have to like has to live in glass the rest of its life yeah no thanks (laughs) Uh, and the the sad thing is is you oftentimes don't know that that's what it'll be reduced to when you buy it you have all these high hopes and then it's like oh well i just spent so much money so i'm gonna (laughs) keep it in glass now because i have to do something with it yeah (laughs) or else i just wasted so much money but here's what here's what I'm gonna leave us with. Leave at least my part with. I made a TikTok about, you know, people who are plant elitists and how they're gonna ruin the plant community, blah blah blah. My caption said, Don't frown at my pothos just because you have a one thousand dollar plant sitting in a box of wet moss. All right. Ooh. Boom. That's what I'm gonna say to that. But um I've- that was mic drop i just slammed my fist down for the mic drop (laughs) thank you i've got some thriving plants and maybe they're not all rare and exotic and wild and fun but they are beautiful and they're they're looking a lot better than plants that need rehab constantly so okay sorry this just made me think of something you know how people were selling those giant because you know pothos obviously we've talked about this before in hawaii they get huge. Climb up trees, Florida, climb up trees, they get fenestrated. They're gigantic, almost yeah, like a huge monster. But people were selling clippings of, like, they called it the Hawaiian giant pothos. Oh, no. And people were buying them thinking it was going to continue to grow like that. And it's like, no, that's going to put out a new vine a tiny. that's going to be two to three inch leaves. And then... yeah. <laughs> I think I came across this guy on TikTok who had bought one, but I think he knew that it was probably going to do that, or maybe he didn't. Because then I saw a TikTok later on where he was like, okay, all the people in my comment section, you were right. My giant Hawaiian pothos put off a tiny vine, and he showed it, this plant in a pot, and it was like the huge leaf. And then there's just one little tiny pothos vine just like Wait. trailing over the side. I Wait, just Nicole. <laughs> I just sent Becca this video yesterday of my Adansonii from her Adansonii beautiful gorgeous tree and it literally is doing the same thing. I sent you the, I'm going to post the video. It has some really scary music in the background because I was watching a scary movie so it's a little obnoxious but it's hilarious are. because the leaf is literally like an inch big and then you yeah. have these just giant leaves <laughs> <laughs> she's like put it on a wood stake I was like oh yeah maybe I should do something like that <laughs> if, I mean if you stake it up it might but uh, yeah it gets, it's gonna go back to being normal I got one of those really big pothos things from somebody in Florida and like the leaves are definitely big for a pothos but you know they keep getting smaller so it's Mm -hmm. it's uh they're fun it's like a long-term flower and water situation what is that cut flowers flower and water situation okay yeah Yeah. but okay Uh, you guys this was very fun i not that we want you to have bad experiences but it is fun to like laugh about it now and empathize with your situations because you know some of you really got ripped off and that's sad so (laughs) (laughs) and that makes for great content over (laughs) i mean he makes for really good content thank you (laughs) 
<laughs> You're right. That was in poor choice. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and, uh, right. So. <laughs> It wasn't poor choice. It was funny. Like, <laughs> I mean, I was with you the whole time. You're like, we really empathize because you got ripped off. <laughs> yeah, that was not not good for you. Um, good for content though. Anytime something bad happens to me, I'm like, wow, my subscribers are gonna love the story. <laughs> We're all gonna laugh together just in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, doesn't this pumpkin look like hot? Like, it reminds me of Harry Potter. Very Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, Becca's I I can't Becca's say. like she is, she is a multitasking babe, and she <laughs> has been churning out fabric pumpkins while she's churning. been talking on this podcast. <laughs> like I see her looking down, I see a needle, and then all of a sudden a pumpkin flies behind her, and she moves on <laughs> to the next one. <laughs> I'm doodling. I doodle through. I got a, I got a little pumpkin there. Colts MLMs and <laughs> <in her> kitchen. <laughs> That's the name of our last episode. That is so funny. Oh my god. Wait, what was it? Colts MLMs and Colts MLM and a brand new kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Love to see it. This is good. Um, wow. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We clearly had a lot of fun hanging with you. If you have any stories that, you know, you would like to share we are going to be doing more episodes like this because they're fun and so just keep an eye out on our stories for when we ask you for prompts you can always dm us with longer entries but yeah go ahead and follow us over on instagram at potted together we're also on youtube potted together you can follow us individually on youtube and instagram Dela plants not dude k-n-o-t and my clean leaves so, oh, oh. Should, do we have any questions or do we want to read a review? We don't have any yeah. questions, but I do want to say that, well, I want to plug the Boozy Botanical Podcast because Becca. That's right. Becca Thank you was for a guest yeah. on the Boozy Botanical Podcast. And I was a guest like a long time ago, too. So if you want to listen to that episode, you can. But yes. Holly and why am I drawing a blank? Holly Angelique. and Angelique. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Angelique. I'm sorry. Uh, suck up for plants. Holly and Angelique have a podcast and they get a little boozy. You get a little yeah. drink. A little boozy. And then you do a little chat, a little plant chat. Unfortunately, I got I understood the assignment a little bit too well on the drink part because <laughs> I had my drink and towards the end of the podcast, I was very chatty and I was trying to hold it together. And then as soon as we finished, I walked upstairs and I talked to Daniel for like an hour and then suddenly fell asleep. So <laughs> that's how it went for me. So you could say that it went well. Um, but that episode is probably out by now. It came out this coming Tuesday for us. So it's definitely out. So we will have that linked in the show notes if you want to check out their podcast. If you like chatty, planty talk, you can go check them out. I think you'll really like them. They're a couple of fun gals they're just so fun i love listening to them like laugh and have yes, fun you know laugh. they're so giggly i love it <sighs> um anyway okay we will read a review or go we have one question oh what's the question um it's from lisa and she says her name's yellow pineapple on instagram 
She said, hi, thanks for all your great podcast episodes and YouTube videos. I have a plant question that I hope you can answer. I live in Toronto, Canada, and was wondering if you guys have any special care tips for a baby philodendron Florida ghosts. Would the care be similar to that of a baby philodendron pink princess? Prices have gone way down for both of these plants in Toronto. Otherwise, I would not have either. Ha <laughs> ha. Stay healthy and be happy. Um, I don't have either of those plants. Neither do you guys, right? I have a, I have a philodendron Florida. Oh, so okay. I would say treat it like you treat most any other like upright philodendron. It's you know the leaves will get a little soft when it's thirsty. Needs moderate light. You know I wouldn't put it in direct sunlight in the window, but maybe a little bit of dappled light or morning light in the window. So. It's not a difficult plant in my experience at all. And if it has something to climb, the leaves will get pretty big. So that's something as well. But I would treat it exactly the same as you do with any other upright philodendron. And I think they mentioned pink princess. Is that what they said? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say the care is the same personally. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the care is the same. I think with the Florida though, it's a little less likely the way that it grows. It's a little less likely for the leaves to get stuck. Like most of the philodendrons, like the pink princess and that kind of stuff where Mm -hmm. you have like the, the leaf just not wanting to come out. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's, you do need to have it on some sort of support. Yeah. Or else it'll grow like everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're fun. I've never had issues with them, like, as far as care goes. They're super easy. I think they're I kind of mine, underrated, honestly. I had mine in, a, like, a, the north window here. But, again, my north window is a little different. The pool reflects light back and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. it was happy, super happy. So I think an east window would be good for sure. Yeah. Yeah. East windows are superior. Yep, and then don't forget to you guys can also email us your questions, pot it together, podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, send them in. Mm. All right, you guys. Hear <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>